0: Matt, I love my jewel. Uh, so I hear, tell me more. Oh, I love it. It's a, okay. It's a, it's like a sous vide machine. It's like a long white cylinder thing. You stick it in a pot of water. Mm-hmm. It heats the, uh, heats the water up to the temperature you want your food done at. So if you want to do like a medium rare steak, yeah, it'll, uh, it'll heat the water to like whatever that is, 135 degrees. Sure. It won't go up. You can't overcook the steak. It cooks it just right. I made, uh, I made some chicken in it last week. What? Oh, my God. I did, uh, I did salmon uh, a few days before that, scallops. It just makes cooking super fun and easy. Wow. Perfect food every time with the jewel. Please have me over for dinner. Oh, absolutely. Anytime you feel like. You can have a jewel at home, too. How? Folks, I'll tell you. Uh, get yours at chefsteps.com slash jewel, J O U L E, and use the code HOMOFILIA to get 15 bucks off for a limited time. Chefsteps.com slash J. O-U-L-E, code homophilia. Wow.
1: Guys, I have a new podcast obsession over on Stitcher. Here's the thing. Growing up, reporter Jonathan Hirsch, his family was a little different. They followed a a controversial spiritual leader. His name was Franklin Jones. And to his parents, Franklin Jones was a god. But then to people outside the group, they're like, "Mm, seems more like a cult leader to me. Dear Franklin Jones is a new podcast from Stitcher. If you loved Heaven's Gate... You're going to love Dear Franklin Jones. Join Jonathan on a journey to find out what really happened, whether the group really did become a cult. Subscribe to Dear Franklin Jones in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app. Ah! Matt McConkie. Dave Holmes, how are you? I'm great. How are you?
0: I'm doing okay. You know, it's the day after um, uh, Hollywood's most magical night.
1: I don't know what night you're referring to. Oh, it was the Oscars last night. Oh,
0: oh. I and heard by about the time that. this comes out, it'll be five days ago. Yeah. And I don't care now, and I will care even less on Friday. Look, Call Me by
1: Your Name won the award we all knew was going to win, mm-hmm. and that, and Get Out won uh, at uh-huh. least one,
0: and that was great. And got, yeah, got to see Army in some red velvet. It was good. Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. Great. Whatever. Yeah. Um, how are you otherwise? I'm doing great. I had hello. hello. I had a um I had a pretty gay weekend. Ooh, I really so did I. Did you? Yeah, do tell. Okay. Um the day before Hollywood's most magical evening. Yeah. Um, I was I did two okay. I did you know, the show Never Not Funny, right? Yeah, sure, yeah. So uh once a year, Jimmy Pardo and his co-host Matt Belknap uh, do like a long it used to be twenty-four hours. It was it would just be a long episode of the show with, like, a new guest every 20 minutes yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So now it's 12 hours. It's out at Flappers in Burbank. And uh, and so I was one of them, which, like, it's fun. I do it every year. They raise a bunch of money for Smile Train. So um, far, not a very gay weekend, but continue. Well, keep, keep listening. <laughs> okay. um, so... Uh, yeah, so I did that. But just up before me was Rory O'Malley, former uh, former guest on Homophilia, Rory O'Malley. Friend of the show. A friend of the show. Oh, okay. It's getting of Shows. Yeah, okay. So, oh, yeah. He, um, he, he was a, a great guest, as we know him to be. And then uh, something that he did uh, on stage so the host could take a break for five minutes, which he did not do on our show. But oh. he will the next time we have him. Uh, he sang. Are you kidding me? No, he sang. How did um, we
1: not make him sing?
0: I know. And it, what was it? Was it uh, was it Proud Mary that he sang? I, I don't so. remember. Wow. But it was it was something like re, it was real big. Sure, yeah. Sure. And it was like it started off as like a fake audition type of thing. Like he really he like oversang it, and then it just became like a real performance. And that dude can sing. Turns out, <laughs> turns out that Broadway star. Can sing.
1: is he up on his feet? He, is he doing He's choreography in the whole? No, thing?
0: no, no choreography. Okay, no choreography. Not a whole lot of room on the stage. but flappers. So, to do how many hours did you do of this? 12 I hours? was a half hour. Oh, maybe, okay, great. something like that. Okay, but so then, uh-huh. then from there, had to race over to Silver Lake, where also friend of the show and former guest John Butler, love him, was filming the uh, the final. Doing the final night of filming on his third movie, Papa oh, Chulo. yes. Uh, ending it with a, a party scene right. that then became the cast party. So I went from uh, from listening to Rory O'Malley sing Proud Mary uh-huh. to working with Matt Bomer. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Wait, did you make a, a cameo in this party scene? I do. Whoa. Yeah.
1: That's exciting. Uh, yeah.
0: It's all, like my voice is in the movie and and my face is in the movie. Probably not in the same scene. I'm a voice sure. on the radio. And then I and then I turn up at a party and I don't really. Oh great! But I I get to you know hang out with Matt Bummer, who by the way is ugly, is hideous. Okay, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just know where you knew you knew knew I was going. He is so (laughs) luminous, like he is. He is like an old film actress. Like he's absolutely flawless. I mean, the beautiful eyes, great Mm -hmm. smile, like skin is just is completely flawless. Like it's you look at him. And and then you're like, well, I I can't stop looking at him. Like I need to stop. Yeah. It it becomes awkward. Like it, just even in a normal conversation, you're like, am I am I staring too hard at right. this beautiful man? Like, do I need to look away? Yeah. The world must be so unusual for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. He must not know what human behavior is like, <laughs> because nobody is behaving like a regular human when they're around him. Did John love working with him? Loved it. Yeah. Loved it. And he and he truly could not be more of a gentleman. He is so nice and gracious, and it, it was. he?
1: I believe he's married to the same guy for many yeah. years, and they've got kids.
0: They have and, kids. And the they have like, wow. I think, like teenage, not quite teenage kids, but like twelve and nine. Wow! Living the, uh, the gay American Can dream. Living the gay American dream. Imagine Matt Bomer's your dad. Uh, what even is that? Like, how do you how do you do that? The moms at, at carpool uh, yeah. just lose their shit. And, and dads, dads, of course. Yeah, everybody. Like even if you even if men are not your thing, you cannot you can't deny the oh power he surpasses of his gender, perfect face. Yeah. yeah, unbelievable. So what was the
1: rest of your big gay weekend? Yeah, oh, that was it. That was it. Then it was the Oscars. Oh sure, yeah. Well, I went to not to brag Ohio. Come on, for the weekend. Wow, because uh, it's my a shout out to my best friend Marari. Huh? Happy birthday, Marari! Happy well, birthday, it was her fortieth, and me and my friend Cohen flew in to surprise her. We had so much fun. We went out to Have you have you ever been out in Columbus? Uh once ages ago. They have a really fun gay scene cuz really? you have all of the trappings of like a re, you know like a, a big city but yeah, sure. but it's still with this like kind of like small town Midwest vibe. Yeah. And we went to Axis which is like the one kind of like big club. Uh-huh. And we're just determined to dance, determined to make the party even though it's like we're all tired and we uh, you know and, yeah. and we're like it's freezing out, so we've got, like, big coats on but on the yeah. dance floor. Try, you know, <laughs> yeah. we couldn't commit to, like, going to a coat check or anything. But, so we're, like, on the dance floor, and, like, our shoes are sticking to the floor uh-huh. every time we try to dance or anything. <laughs> and, uh, but we had a ton of fun. Good. Um, and, uh, yeah. And is there anything else that I can say about Ohio? Oh. I don't know. Bought this sweatshirt. It's a great sweatshirt. Came back. There you go. <laughs> Just in time for the Oscars. Ticked off all the boxes. Yeah. Well done. Um. We had a great show last week. Yes, we did with Todd Glass. We
0: had a uh, we had a, uh, a divisive show sure. last week. We had a uh, a controversial show last week. Some might say, yeah. Have, have people reached out to you uh, a little bit here and there? Yeah. Me too. Some people loved it. Some people were like, "What is that guy's deal?" Yeah. You know what I mean? And that and that's I think that's good. Well, and some people are just surprised
1: that he's. You know this big ball of energy, and he's uh-huh. talking and ranting and doing all thing. It's like, okay, well then you just didn't know. I don't know how, but you didn't know who Todd Glass was. Fine. Yeah. But you know, there was. So- I let's just say this. I want to have him back so badly. Yes. Because there are follow up questions. You know, couldn't get too many words in. Edgewise. That's fine. That's what you sign up for when you have a Todd Glass on your show. Yeah. But um, I, I you know it, it is it it does. Bump me a little bit when we're uh, – I, look, I, I love him. I'm so glad he came on the show. When we're asking questions like, are you okay using the word boyfriend? Yeah. When it's like, of course I'm okay using the word boyfriend. Like yeah. why wouldn't I be? In 2018, I'm a, I'm a grown human. I yeah. live in Los Angeles. Like the question to me is not that. It's why aren't you? Yeah. And that's the conversation I don't think we fully got. To have mm-hmm. and i'd really like to go back to and that's something that like listeners have have you know reached out about is and it, i think for me the um the 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 conversation about like am i acting too gay am i you know and uh, that is i hate to use the word but that is a triggering topic to me you know uh-huh. it's like i said this before but i i was such a a flamingly gay child came out burst out of the womb in full flames yeah and you know i was just that kid that like ticked off every stereotype box and Uh every you would just as a kid that you as a grown gay man would see and be like oh girl like oh it's gonna be okay like poor the but, wow you are really in it right now Uh and god bless her my mom never she did her best to let my freak flag fly in rural ohio Uh my dad meanwhile literally like terrorize the behavior out of me Mm -hmm. so then at like 12 years old I'm like forced to try to like change my personality and stuff because I learned that like it's not safe to be anyway this is uh, beside the point rant I suppose no it's very much on the point I I, you know and so then as an adult like ever having to even be self-conscious about that like uh, do I seem too gay should I try to be more butch whatever it's first of all frankly such a boring conversation but I also think it isn't A dangerous one in some – it's the wrong conversation to be having. Uh We have put like the straight acting gay guy up on such a pedestal that is like – it's just unnecessary and, you know, there are people fighting uh, much bigger fights. Anyway,
0: love Todd. Love to have you back. Yeah, I don't know why I'm. It's not like he's going to listen to this. I You know. I mean, you never know. Maybe. I I think it's really interesting to hear somebody like him say those things, even though they bother me too. Like mm-hmm. it's it's. I just know that when I was going through my own version of that thing, mm-hmm. I was not. I was not like self-actualized or eloquent enough to say those things. Right. I just felt them. Yes. You know what I mean? And so to to have somebody who is an adult who who's like seems to be together in every other part of his life to hear somebody say those things out loud, I think is really fascinating. Yes. And it's like it, it's it reminds me of how far I've come, how far I still have to go. You know, and and I think. If he listens in a year, he might, yeah, be mortified by some of the things that he, he that he said. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know, but I I, I just I, I think it's really it's,
1: it's just it's a, the, the 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 like self consciousness of like is it okay for me to buy flowers for my house mm-hmm. is it okay to like say the word cute can I buy you yeah know, can I cross my legs it's like yeah fucking cross your and I'm and, and I'm not even saying that he is is dying to do that or whatever but it's just like that is a prison of your own making yes I want you out of it yeah. I could not agree more. Free
0: Todd Glass. Hashtag free
1: Todd Glass.
0: (laughs) Uh, It was totally fascinating, though. It really was. It was. It's great. It's – yeah. I was was riveted. Well, now that I've started a feud with a former (laughs) guest in front of the show. No, I'm just kidding. Again, I love him.
1: I'm so grateful he was here. Yeah. But I just think it's a really interesting uh, conversation I'd love to continue having. Yeah. I totally agree. I totally agree. And And speaking of continuing conversations, we should take a break. Why don't we? And come back with our guest.
0: you know what? It's easier to keep the hair you have than to replace the hair you've lost. Take action early. That's what I say. Take it from ForHims.com, a one-stop shop for hair loss, for skincare, for sexual wellness, for men. Medical-grade solutions, real doctors, and well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions that can help you keep your hair. ForHims.com offers men easier, more affordable access to the prescriptions, products, and medical advice that they need. This is real stuff. These are not herbal supplements. This is prescription stuff backed up by science. No waiting room. No awkward doctor visits. Save yourself hours by going to 4 and answering a few quick questions. Then a doctor will review you, give you a prescription. Everything will be sent directly to your door. Nobody needs to know. Uh, our listeners get a trial month of everything you need to keep your hair for just five bucks today while supplies last. See the website for full details. Uh, this would cost you hundreds of dollars if you went to the doctor or to a pharmacy. Go to forhims.com slash homo, F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash homo for hymns.
1: Are you a dinner party host looking for a foolproof way to get perfect meats, poultry, and
0: fish? Well, you can do it with the Jewel Sous Vide machine. Every home cook can create chef-level dishes thanks to precise temperature control. It's sous videing. It's like it's what, what, what like a fancy chef would do at a fancy restaurant, yeah. but you can do it at home, and it's so easy. And it's called Jewel J O U L E, not to be confused with Jewel
1: the singer. Yeah, it's like her, but even better. Yeah, it's like a food making version of her. Because with Jewel, they make sure your food is never overcooked, it's never undercooked. You're free to focus on your guests.
0: You're free to whip up some amazing sides. That's right. That's right. You're free to play foolish games. Oh. I'm going back to Jewel. Uh, there are more than a hundred recipes in the Jewel app. To help you cook almost every protein from meat to poultry to fish to eggs. Soft oh, on eggs.
1: Mm. Side note there so should key. be a Jewel app, as in an app for the singer, where yeah, it's just absolutely stuff should. about her. But anyway, back yeah, to, just back like to this her Jewel. poetry,
0: facts about Jewel, how far are you from Jewel right now, yeah. that kind of thing. It could be fun, interactive. But anyway, uh, back to this, Jewel. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. If your guests are running late, you don't even need to worry because you can't overcook your food when you're sous viding Jewel is ready when you are. Jewel, perfect food. Every time. To get yours, visit chefsteps.com slash jewel.
1: Use code homophilia to get $15 off for a limited time. That's chefsteps.com slash J-O-U-L-E, code homophilia. Yeah.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Yes. With a very special guest. Yes. She's a comedian. Yes. She is a podcasteress yes. uh, of the famous Lady to Lady podcast. Yes. Her name is Barbara Gray. Barbara. Hi.
2: How Hi. are you doing? I'm, I'm good. You guys both asked me a question. Oh, I <laughs>
1: said thank you for being here. Oh, you here, said thank but... you.
2: You said how are you doing? I'm doing yep. good and I'm happy to be here. Thank you good? for okay.
0: acknowledging both <laughs> of us. I appreciate it. <laughs> how's uh, how's your day going? How's, uh how's your post-Oscar?
2: Oh, my Hand God. Over. You know what? A whirlwind of an evening. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just left and right I did a I did a weed show in Ventura so I had a great Oscars night um, A weed
1: show meaning you got to be stoned to do it It's
2: a show called Gateway Show and you do a set and then you get high and like half the audience also gets high and then you do another set Oh. So, that's what I was doing. I was with the best of
1: Ventura wow. at the top of their game. <laughs> and how was how did the sets compare high and not high? Oh,
2: they were very interesting. I I was like having fun during the first set. I just did like a regular set and then I got high. I don't get high that much and I get very overthinky. Yeah. So when I was coming up, there were all these guys like trying to hit on me. They were like, "Oh, like you're so funny. Uh, we didn't think you'd be funny." And I was like, yeah. "Oh, why? I'm I was just really curious." And they were like, "Well, you're just really cute and blah blah blah." And I was like, "Why did you think I wasn't going to be funny?" And they were like, "Uh," and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna go in." So when I got on stage, I said, "Like, hey, I was wondering who here thought I wasn't gonna be funny." And this one guy said, "No," and a few people did. And then they got so scared of me because I was like, "Hey, can you tell me why?" And they would like, they were like, "Oh God, oh God, she's gonna call us out." And I was like, "I'm just, I just want to know what yeah, you guys oh think." God. But they didn't want to answer. It was really funny. And
1: you're not stoned at this point. No, yet. I'm high. Oh, you're this was not when high. I was wow. high. This oh, was the high of set. Course, of this course. This was the second time. Yeah,
2: yeah. Because I had a really good set the first time, and then I was like very curious as to why. I was like, do you guys have an answer? Uh-huh. And then they were so scared, and I was like, Okay, I'm just going to do material because they are so scared of me.
1: Oh, wow, this sounds like a real internal hell. It for was, me. it yeah. was terrifying. It was just,
2: in, I was mostly just fascinated because I was like, "Do you guys know why you thought? Like, is it because I'm a woman? And what, yeah, whatever yeah. the fuck, just tell me." But they were too like terrified. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, that was my Oscars evening. So wow. great, great time.
0: Glamour, my, yeah, very glamorous. Uh, if I were to be on stage high doing stand up, <laughs> here's how my set would go. <laughs> Uh, hey everybody. Have I been talking forever? <laughs> <laughs> that is my thing. It's just like yeah, immediately yeah, yeah. I feel like this is I've been talking for forty five minutes, yeah,
2: that's what it felt like for sure. because yeah. when I cousin i the, the the whites of their eyes, I was like, all right, let's just back it up and say some jokes and mm-hmm. not not scare you guys right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, so well, yeah, that was it. It was a good time, okay. yeah,
1: well done. What okay. is in your pop culture diet these days? Is yeah. anything you're obsessed with? Like, what are you watching?
2: Okay, I actually, so I have two podcasts. I've got Lady to Lady, mm-hmm. and I have another podcast that's newer called Britney's Gram. And that is a that's podcast right. about Britney Spears' Instagram.
1: What?
2: <laughs> so me and Tess Barker, who's my co-host on Lady to Lady, we literally just analyze all of her posts very deeply. I have no, I I was a Britney fan before, like most of us are, yeah. you know, general. Tess is much bigger, knows more than me. But now I'm like oh my god I know way more than I ever thought I would about her life and we're like going deep we're like pausing videos to see what's in the background and you know just going far too deep into analyzing these posts because as most people know if you follow her on Instagram it's very fascinating it's like a weird she's super famous but she also posts like ant memes and you know she's doing fashion shows and paintings and it's very confusing
1: also because she still has that like conservatorship or whatever Mm -hmm. thing I always imagine that she you know she's not in full control so she like gets an idea and she's like daddy is that okay and, and and he's like okay yeah. sure there's a committee
2: there yeah. is but it's also like a weird unfiltered view at the same time exactly so it's just a really fascinating like view into this person so we so that's what for me lately pop culture has been all about that because i've just been like taking all these intense looks at Britney Spears' Instagram all the time, and then we have, you know, she obviously has a huge fan base, so we have all these people messaging us about, like, theories and mm-hmm. <laughs> conspiracy shit that all the time.
1: That faci- is I'm so excited to listen. Yeah, it's that really fun.
2: It's a very, uh, yeah, it's it's just a, it's, it's nice to, like, zero in on this very specific thing too, and kind of just go for it, so. Sure.
1: Can you describe the post that she did on her birthday, I believe it was?
2: Oh, the 360
1: video. Yeah. Yes, that's, <laughs>
2: we definitely had an episode about that. So, yeah, that's a, the video going around her in—I it's a, I think the description was something like, sometimes you just want to put on your favorite little black dress and sing. Yeah. And it was like a video of, her, I think, her boyfriend, Sam, holding— the, and she was singing uh, Can't Help Falling in Love with You by Elvis. Mm-hmm. And it was sped up, weirdly. Oh, it was? So that, yeah, it was sped up because th- there's this whole theory that, like— producers have always made, wanted to make her voice sound lower or higher than it is, and it's actually a little bit lower. So oh. when she posts things of her singing, there's like a weird filter that makes it sound higher than. Wow. So there's just a lot of shit going on. Because she
1: does sound odd. Singing. Yeah, she, sounded, she sounds
2: good, but well, odd. Well, but then somebody, you know, there's all these people. Someone slowed it down, and she sounded amazing, and it sounded more legit. So yeah. it does seem like someone is making her kind of more high-pitched than she actually is.
1: What do you have? You ever seen a picture, Dave, of her boyfriend Sam? Sam, I have, but I can't place him right now. Well, this is like Henry Cavill level. He j- is oh, really okay.
2: Jacked. Well, he's a personal trainer. He's super jacked. Sure. He's twenty-three. Oh, she's shit. thirty-six. Wow. So Brett is going for it.
1: Wow, I did not know he was that young. Yeah,
2: he's super young and incredibly attractive. Oh, okay. Um, producer Dana <laughs>
0: is showing me a picture. Yeah, yeah he looks like very a jacked. personal trainer. Do you think that they're
2: really in love? I think so. Honestly, I think she... So we, somebody from... In, my friend talked to someone in her band, and she just finished her Vegas show, yeah. but he said that she wow. was the happiest he'd seen her in a long time, and he's been with her for years. So, Oh, wow. It seems okay. like she's doing really well, but there are these well, weird dark moments on the Instagram where she posts like, very dark, like memes that are just like, "Don't trust anyone who se- won't love you" and stuff. Yeah. We're like, "What does this mean?" <laughs> so I don't know.
0: Fascinating.
2: It's really interesting. It's a yeah. uh, so mm. any, that's mostly what's in my world because sure. it's like I have to like I'm like what why, else is gotta, there? Yeah, yeah. But at this point, I'm like, I guess I got to go research Brit- why Britney might have a tiny dollhouse in her <laughs> house. You know, there's lots of stuff.
0: My. Um, <laughs> Or I don't maybe this was in the early days of Twitter, maybe not I don't remember, but I remember um, Brittany posting a video somewhere on social media that was her she was like in a in a pool deck chair and she had her bare legs together mm-hmm. and she was focused up on her knees and she was like, "Y'all, my knees are a butt because <laughs> it looked like a butt. And I was that like, is this, her. Is, that this is a pure is expression her. of Britney Spears.
2: <laughs> That's like the essence of it. So, yeah. It's just like yeah. Every girl
1: I went to high school with yeah. who, who's still there and I love her. Yeah. yeah. She's
2: just like so basic and so yeah. she's just like a little kid still. It's really, yeah, it's interesting. Also kind of, but kind of dark and sad with the conservatorship yeah. stuff because you're like, are you happy? Do you want to be in this bubble? Do you not? You don't know.
1: Yeah. Did she, uh, did you know that she was offered the role in, um, did you see the Florida Project?
2: No, oh my God, she was? was so
1: good. Do you yeah. know what I'm talking about? No. He wanted her to play the like, like crackhead mom. Wow, role that, like, like one of the women who lived in the hotel. The woman that he got was an actual, just like like she was crackhead. playing herself uh-huh. essentially, uh-huh. and she was amazing. But to imagine Britney in that role it's
0: is it's almost too much. It's too-
2: I feel – I hope someday there's something like that for her if she wants to do it. You know, if we have some kind of – I don't know if she gets out of the but Who knows what will happen if she does that and she gets to do what she wants. I'm not really sure. So.
0: Oh, I want to see her win an Oscar. Uh, yes.
2: Please. You know. EGOT, please. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh,
0: also in – and this goes back. This is probably around the same time. Like around the, the Kevin Federline time. Yes. Mm. Uh, there was – I was putting stuff together for the Friday Forty, So I was all just like looking at news and whatever. And there was some German tabloid website that had the picture of her, like, at some gas station bathroom. uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, the
2: gas station. Yeah, years. Years. (laughs) The gas station
0: years. The trucker hat years. Yes. And and they had, you know, like, some tabloids have names for people, you know? Oh, yeah, uh, they name
2: them their own thing. Yeah,
0: like, uh, Monica Lewinsky was the Portly Pepper Pot. Uh, Oh, my uh, God! New York Post. (laughs) Jesus. Okay, so this German tabloid had a name for her, and it was one of these long, you know, German Uh compound words. And I didn't know what it was, so I ran it through a translator. The name that they called Brittany in all the posts that they wrote about her uh, translated to Miss Dixie Toilet.
1: (laughs) Miss, oh, Dixie to- Miss Dixie, oh, Dixie Toilet. Miss Dixie like Toilet. That, and
0: that, that'll fucking drive you crazy if you're a person, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, if you're a person with, you know, feelings. Yeah, it, Miss Dixie it, Toilet. Shave your head and go Well, nuts. no,
2: she, uh, yeah, I think we all kind of understand. It's, uh, you know, paparazzi shit. Like, whenever you'd see behind the scenes of paparazzi and just the sheer amount of people surrounding a car and just mm-hmm. the terror they were putting someone through. Yeah. I get it. I would yeah. do that, too. It, it sucks that she had to sign this thing. For the conservatorship stuff, so she knew she'd keep her kids. Yeah. It's 10 years later, so now it's like, okay, what happens now? When did she get out of that? There, well, the rumors are that she's going to tr- try soon, but I'd, who knows? It's usually, I mean, it's usually usual reserved for people who are like vegetables. This is not like a right. normal thing. So yeah. I have no idea what, you know, and there are people who are making money off of her, so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hashtag free Britney and
2: hashtag Fr- free Todd Glass. Exactly. Free Britney, free <laughs> Todd oh, Glass. Let's
0: have them on together.
2: <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. God. So uh, yeah, that's most of my, po- yeah, I was thinking I'm on the way over here. I was like, what am I into? And I was like, God, that's all I can, that's all I've been doing.
0: Well, that's, that's plenty. <laughs> that's a lot. That's I a suppose. rich vein.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. There's a lot to pull from there. Yeah. Uh,
0: Did you grow up on, uh, on, on your Brittany and your.
2: Yeah. Your I was Christina? a Britney. I was a, I was a Brittany and a Backstreet Boys, I think. Mm-hmm. Is this like
0: middle school for you?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Middle okay. school, Um. middle school, early high school. And, yeah, lots of uh, – AJ was my favorite Baxter Boy. <laughs> okay.
1: Interesting. You <laughs> tell a lot about a person. <laughs>
2: Is that – yeah, what do you – I think most people don't have that opinion. Um, yeah. I had the, I, he had a really good voice. I don't know. Okay. Uh,
0: and he seemed troubled.
2: Well, he was a bad boy, of course. Yeah. You know, got to go – yeah, even Creatives. back then. Also, I always did a weird thing where I liked the – I think this – I always liked the person who seemed the most accessible, so I would always choose, like, the – the weird one, because I'm sure. like, oh well, there, and they. I think that makes sense to have for the girl, You're like, oh yeah, give us a weird one, so like the quirky girls can be into that guy. Yeah, like, right. oh no, I'm not going to be into Brian. I'm going to be into angel <laughs> <It's> so-, <laughs> so it's in, really in, dumb.
0: And in sync, who is your?
2: Um, I didn't really – I mean, I wasn't in
0: – Didn't emotionally connect with that no, so well. I, was, I
2: liked them, but shame. I was not – they weren't my guys. You know? Sure, I got you. Actually, funnily enough, Dana Wickens, who works at Earwolf, I think – oh, There's hi, her Dana. Her She's her. here. Oh, there she um, is. We ran into – we were at a bar once, and John Hamm was there, and we ignored him completely to freak the fuck out over Howie <laughs> D from the Backstreet Boys who was there. Totally yeah. <laughs>
0: understandable. Yeah. <laughs>
2: We John Hill was literally behind us while we were like spazzing out on Howie from the Backstreet Boys, I just remembered. So I nothing has changed since I don't know, junior high. Uh,
0: wow. uh Matt, who was your Backstreet
1: Boy? <laughs> uh of choice. Fuck, I'm forgetting because I want to say J C, but he's the one who he's, oh, that's Kevin. insane. Kevin. Kevin. I was gonna J.C. say, Mine too. They all have say a, Kevin. An equal. Yeah, yeah.
0: Kevin. Mine too. In both cases.
2: Kevin makes he's like the mysterious one. Yeah. You
0: know? He's the older one. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. You know? He was See, definitely kind of just stuck in there, I think, because he was uh, Brian's cousin. But
0: Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Why am
2: I <laughs> – this is so sad. I don't no, know just... any <laughs>
0: – The music of your youth. Like you'll yeah, always – Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You'll sure. always remember that. Uh, did you have to choose between a Britney and a Christina?
2: No, no. There was – I mean – no one was forcing me. I guess if somebody had, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> held a gun to my head, I would say Britney. But I liked them both. I was never like, oh, this person sucks because they, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think I was more like—I was also obsessed with the Beatles, and I think I was more like that. About like, oh, fuck the Rolling Stones or something. But who cares? Why did I care? Yeah. I don't know why they <laughs> wouldn't.
1: I get it. Yeah, that was your hot take in that in that hot feud. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I actually had, like—I was really obsessed with the Beatles and—God, um, God, you guys remember those old Snapper, Snapple commercials where, with Wendy the Snapple lady? Oh, yeah. Where they would, like— Somebody would write in a letter, and they would read it on air, and then they would go find that person and put them on a commercial. Uh-huh. I had this, like, grant—I had this brilliant plan where I was like, I'm going to write to Snapple and ask them if George Harrison drinks Snapple, and then I'll get on TV meeting George Harrison. Wow. And I thought that that was going to work.
1: And it, it did it, it, not.
2: It didn't work. Oh, did you reach didn't out work. to the
1: folks at Snapple? I, I mean. wrote them
2: a letter, and they wrote me back, and they they literally wrote me a letter back and said, uh, we don't know if George Harrison drinks Snapple, but if you ever meet him, you should ask
0: Wow. wow! Cold. That is ice cold, <laughs> like a Snapple.
2: I like that's funny. Like that's what I'm going to ask him if mm-hmm. I meet him. Of course, that's like my topic of conversation.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> well, maybe in the age of reboots, we can reboot that Snapple campaign.
2: Yep. Hey, well, he's dead, but I could give it a shot. Right,
0: uh, reboot him. Oh, <laughs> he's, is, uh, I, guess I'll t- I
2: guess I'll take Ringo. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Whatever.
0: All right. Pickens are Slim? Uh, what's on your uh, What's on your DVR?
2: On my DVR. Anything? What do I watch on TV? I mean, Queer Eye is, you know, mm-hmm. filling my soul right now. You don't have to
0: Pandora. it. You know, <laughs> like I, mean, you know.
2: I mean, that is like the only show I've really been watching lately. That and um, Superstore. I love Superstore. Do you yeah. guys watch it? Oh, yeah, yeah it's way so behind, It's so fucking funny. Yeah. My
0: friend uh, Irene White is on that. Oh, cool. Uh, Carol. It's the evil lady. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's really funny.
2: Yeah, I have a, my friend Nico Santos is on it, and uh, he's great. It's just Super a great good. ensemble. I really like how it's like sort of out of reality, so they can do whatever dumb shit they want, you yeah. know? Yeah, and like of course the like lo- the romantic relationship is still in the like will they won't they stage, so yeah, that shit gets me. Does that get you? The like the main two people like maybe getting together, I, I fall for it so hard. It's Yeah, so...
1: examples come to my. I don't know. I'm just thinking, throwing this out there. Ross and Rachel, just <laughs> sure, uh, sure one. I mean, you know, off the top of yeah,
2: like moment. Jim and Pam from The Office, fucking Sam and Diane from Cheer. It's just – it really, like – it draws me in, and I feel like such a sucker because I'm like, oh, they got me. – I mean, I know it's the formula, yeah. but it gets me every time.
0: I think it's hilarious when it doesn't work. You know what <laughs> I mean? When they really try hard. <laughs> yeah. and they're like, and these two like, people
2: have zero chemistry. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. care?
0: Yeah. I remember there was – do you remember Union Square –
2: no, what is well, that? It was
0: just after Friends. Uh, like they, there was that whole like wave of yes. urban comedies, and they, they would always put them on Thursday nights on NBC. And one was called Union Square. It was maybe on in like 1996. And like the, the main couple, I mean, they weren't a couple. They hated each other. Of but, like, uh-huh. It was so, like I don't care. <laughs> like you just, I don't like either of you. You're both right. You both. Suck. Yeah, yeah. Get out of here. Anyway, it yeah, there was a big crop on. of the of of Friends. Ripoffs, yeah. With the, 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 the single uh, guy,
1: single guy,
0: Caroline in the city. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Single guy. suddenly just... Susan. Oh, <laughs> I all watched greats. all those
1: though. Mm-hmm. I oh, mean, me too. Yeah. I was like, even watered down. Friends is still, it's close enough. Still
0: inertia. Do guess... Does
2: Friends still hold? Have you guys watched recently? Just yes. watched
0: last week, actually. Okay, uh, a couple old episodes. Yeah, hard yes from me. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Some of it does, but Joey. I mean, some, you know, obviously it's. How, how many 20 years later? I don't know. Yeah. So, more. some of it's a little, you're like, all right, this is a little rough, but yeah. overall, it's like still, it's such a classic, you know? Yeah. Like, feels good to yeah. watch.
0: Oh, it's it, not easy. Uh, it turned a corner for me right around uh, Russ in season two. Remember Russ? Who's Russ? Russ. Also played by David Schwimmer, who, who what? Uh, Rachel started happen. dating. Yes, it did. Yeah. <laughs>
2: It was yeah, just nice like an so. off-brand Ross. Yeah. Oh my god. She started god. dating this guy who
0: was also played by David Schwimmer, who was also <laughs> some sort of weird like professor. He was just of like the bizarre. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. This is blowing my. This mind. This had to be
2: like right? how? how do you know this know had to this? be only like one episode, right? This it was one? just one episode. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. A, That's hilarious. Episode. I do not remember wow. Ross. Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, did he
2: also have like a monkey? Like he had. There was no
0: monkey, but there there was some weird equivalent. I don't. I don't remember. I don't wow. remember exactly what it was. Guys, I got to go. You're, right now. My yeah, mind is blown. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, it was season 2, maybe 3. Okay. But that's when I was like, ah, oh, this show can also not be good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Uh, w- but that young Matt LeBlanc. Second only to an old Matt LeBlanc.
2: In, yeah, he's kill uh, he's crushing he's it in every
0: in every pepper. decade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lovely. Absolutely lovely. Anyway.
1: Well, should we take a break and come back and talk about Barbara's love life? Let's do that. Fuck great. BRB. <laughs> Oh, Dave, do you remember our first episode of Homophilia?
0: Oh, do I? Who was our guest, remind me? Well, that would be one brilliant comedian by the name of Cameron Esposito.
1: You mean Cameron Esposito, the host of the show Query, which has now
0: joined the Earwolf family? That's the one. That is the one. Wow. You can sit in on conversations between Cameron and uh, and some of the greatest... LGBTQ plus people in the whole wide world. Yeah, there's going to be crossover guests, of course. Sure. But it's also
1: very much its own show because uh, yep. uh, Query, they featured guests like Tegan and Sarah, Evan, Rachel Wood, Jill Soloway. They're exploring individual stories of identity and personality, the shifting cultural matrix around gender and sexuality and civil rights. Mm-hmm. The first episode drops on March 5th with special guest Lena Waithe. Make sure to listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Earwolf.com. <laughs>
0: Uh, folks, we are back.
1: Oh, we learned some stuff on the break. Yes, we did. Dana schooled us on all things Ross and Russ. <laughs> <laughs> Dave discovered a new character called the idiot Googler, uh-huh. and he's someone who just yeah. the,
0: the, the People I'll also a, searched. I'll give you a taste. Please. I'll give you a taste. These are other questions people asked about. What, what did you Google, by the way, Dana? Oh. Uh, Russ, in okay. Russ in France. Okay. Russ in Friends. People also ask, is Ross and Russ the same person? <laughs> is Russ actually Ross in Friends? <laughs> Who is Ursula played by in Friends? <laughs> How did they film those scenes with Phoebe and Ursula? <laughs> uh, oh boy. I like that guy. Is <laughs> Russ People and Ross?
2: Dumb. Is Russ and Ross? I can think of that forever. <laughs> yeah. Is Russ and Ross the same person?
0: <laughs> anyway. Oh my god. Lord have mercy. I'm also looking at Dana's notes and uh, and she she typed down Ms. Dixie Toilet. <laughs> giving her a, a little oh, sophisticated edge, nice. yeah, a
1: little peek Miz. into the
0: process. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, anyway. Anyway,
1: is Russ and Ross the same person? More like is Barbara and Barbara the same person? Yeah. Ooh, I don't yeah, know what, yeah, what that like means. Question.
2: Well, let's find out.
1: What do we? What happens now? Well, what's uh, what is what is what's your current <laughs> dating status?
2: Oh, th- absolutely pathetic. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I'm single. I am a bisexual lady Ooh. who has mostly been with men. Okay. Um, I've only been with, I only have one relationship with a woman and it ended as badly as it could yeah, and yeah. was as bad as it could be the whole time. <laughs> um,
1: By the way, are we getting, is this a hot, uh, is this hot off the press? I mean,
2: here? so yeah, I'm not like, I've, I haven't i have talked about it a ton because the relationship was so detrimental to my life uh-huh. that it's been hard for me to like be super out about it. <sighs> Because it was just a little traumatic, I guess. Um, So yeah, I haven't come out to my parents. So if they like, you know, they don't know anything about technology, but they might know through the internet. I don't know yet. Subscribe to this. So hi, mom and dad, if you're listening to this. Um, But I mean, I talked about on my Twitter and stuff. I don't really know what level of stuff they listen to. I talked about it on Lady to Lady. So. It's – I don't know. Uh, it's out there. But. It's out there, but I have not personally, like, called them up and said it. I've thought about it multiple times, uh-huh. but I have always not really known what, yeah. you know, what to do. I, I guess I kind of came to terms and was like, well, if I end up – like, if I ever end up bringing a woman home to meet my family, then obviously I would approach <laughs> the subject. Yeah. But it felt, like, too scary to approach before then. So yeah. I don't know. I'm still dealing with that. Okay. Um,
1: when was this relationship with the this
2: ladies? was it ended about a year ago, and it was a i don't know how before that it lasted i don't i guess a year i have I'm really bad with like time, so
1: I don't know <laughs> I'm really bad with time
2: <laughs> somewhere around there it ended like a year ago, okay, yeah,
1: and why was it so bad the ending
2: um well, we were really good friends, and we had like a mutual attraction that eventually we just like you know acted on Uh and it was great because we had a ton of chemistry and stuff. But um, I wasn't, I, she had been, she was supposed to move to New York when we started like hooking up. So in my head I was like, great, she's already moving. This is okay. This gives us an end and then it won't be too complicated and whatever. But it was complicated immediately. And um, I think she has some stuff that she might need to deal with with like mental illness stuff that, you know, isn't really being dealt with in any way. That made her very, like, clingy immediately. Mm -hmm. So uh, it was just kind of, like, very fast. Everything went very fast. And I was not prepared for it. And I was like, I think we just need to be friends, blah, blah, blah. But I was very confused because I kept being like, well, should we be together? I don't know. And so I was confused, not sure where I felt I stood. She moved to New York, York, and then I was like, I'm cutting it off. And then she, like, moved back immediately. And She moved back because— I, well, also, I don't think New York was going, But yeah, it was like both. I, I it, But it was, she'd only been out there for a few weeks. So in my head, I was like, oh, it's okay. She'll stay out there and she'll get over it. And then when she gets back, we'll figure it out. But uh-huh. it didn't go that way. And so it was just kind of bad. She she would just kind of get intense and she was kind of manipulative. And I didn't know what I was doing. And it, And we both just kind of did some shitty things, I think. And then eventually I had to be like, we cannot. We can no longer see each other in any way, shape, or form. Wow! This has to end. Our friendship has to end. Everything has to end. And this h- took a long time to happen. <laughs> um, so, and uh, a lot of our other friends got wrapped up in it. It was a big mess. It was a big old mess. And it's been something I've been. You know, it's like you don't. You don't want to think about yeah. that shit. And uh, it was too hard to kind of approach. So I think that's been a big reason why it's been hard for me to like talk about being coming out and stuff. And also, I think because I didn't, I like it's interesting I've always been attracted to women and stuff but I didn't really think about like what I was you know growing up I just mm-hmm. dated men and that's kind of what happened and so I think because I wasn't ever really a part of the queer community or I hadn't like you know been, like gone to marches or done anything like that where I felt like I was like being supportive of the community I felt like weird you didn't
1: have the right to exactly
2: yeah that's how it's kind of been I was like I don't have the right to say anything because I haven't like done the right things so that's been kind of part yep. of it too you I know? think you
1: did the right thing when you started smooching ladies when you felt like, <laughs> You yeah. know what I mean?
2: It was very – and it was just – it was really interesting because with her, I was like, oh, well, this is just so natural. You know, I was like this it, – it was just very natural art. It, the – our relationship was fucked up, but but the chemistry we had between us and the way we acted together felt it didn't feel like I was like oh I wake up and now I'm bisexual it didn't yeah, like you yeah. know it was just like yeah this is just happening and that's it mm-hmm. and I think that's also part of the reason why I felt weird being like do I need to make a declaration I don't you know of some yeah. kind it was just confusing. Um, and, yeah, I'm still kind of dealing with it, but I think also just as I get older, it's like, yeah, this is me,
0: yeah.
2: and who knows? I don't know what's going to happen next, who will, I will date or anything. I, I tend to, like, you know, I think just because I'm used to dating guys, I, like, end up trying to date guys because that's what I'm more – because she was just a friend who something happened mm-hmm. with, and I've never, like, gone on to – You know, I've never, like, purposely met a girl in a dating app or anything like that. And I kind of tried that for a second. I was, uh, like, both men and women on Tinder, but it just – nothing was happening with the women. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's happening now. And now I've just had a string of, like, horrible dudes that I'm just – I just (laughs) gave up on everything. So now I'm just out there like, all right, who gives a shit?
1: So – and so are you still doing the dating apps, but mostly the was, guys? I was
2: off of them for a minute. I signed up on Tinder again like a week ago just out of like, you know, horniness or whatever. And sure. uh, eh, I'm on there, but no I kind lie. of – I'm just like really pa- – I'm really over all of it. I had such bad experiences like at the end of the year last year that I was like, I got to just take a step away from all of this because it's – nothing's going my way and what's the point? I also went and saw a psychic at the end of the year who literally was like, your dating life next year is going to be pretty meh.
1: <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> wow.
2: Wow. And not like I totally trust her, but it was just the funniest thing to hear. And I was like, well, okay. I and guess we I we should go. just not worry about it for a
1: second. And we're only in March. We're I know. A, lot of the, a mad year to go. I
2: know. That. I, that's why. And I think I've always been obsessed with, uh, I've always been a little like boy crazy and stuff. So. I think it's like taken over much of my energy for a long time, and I was ready to just have it not do that for a yeah, minute. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, so that was kind of the idea. is just like just do your own thing. Don't worry about it,
1: yeah. And with the breakup, the the bad breakup with the woman, what did have you had radio silence in the last year? Have you stuck to that?
2: Um yes, but because I told her, well, yeah, we had to. I told She's her, listening
1: right now is what you're saying. No,
2: well she I, I don't know if she will, but I had to um, it got really bad. So it sucks because it's like, man, I don't want to be I obviously would not judge, you know, anyone else based on her because fuck, I've dated a million shitty men and mm-hmm. no one, no one scared me off the next one. <laughs> but uh I think just as far as putting myself out there, maybe it kind of made me a little shy of yeah. that for a minute. It's going
0: to take you a minute to, until yeah. this uh, podcast until comes out, that. that is.
2: Yeah, hit me up. Um, <laughs> Here's a question. Yeah, right. I,
0: I can't believe I don't know the answer to this question. But is there a – like do women have a grinder?
2: Yeah, yeah. I think there's one called Her. That's okay. A, hmm. That's a like a lesbian dating app. Um but, yeah, on Tinder, you can set, like, men and women if you want yeah, both. Okay. I, that's kind of just what I did.
0: Gotcha. But and there is.
2: I just haven't downloaded it because, like I said, I'm like, I just – I guess I was more shy of approaching it because it, right. I knew how, what to, had to do with guys. Yeah. Even though it's the same thing, I know.
1: I'd love to hear about one of these awful experiences with guys. You yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> what do you
2: want to hear? One guy ripped my pussy. <laughs> okay. <sorry>. Whoa.
0: <laughs> okay. Is that a <laughs> joke break, or a real
2: – No, that's real. <sighs> Oh no. I like it, I decided I was like, oh. I tried to like get into the kink community for a moment because I was like, oh, I like, think I like BDSM. I'll try this. Uh-huh. And this guy I met obviously at, from
1: Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
2: just, oh God, such a Fifty Shades fan. Yeah. We Chardonnay. do think though, I mean, Brittany must be a huge Fifty Shades fan, I think. Anyway, oh, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Audiobook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A thousand percent. Um, uh, uh, we were this guy I met on OK Cupid, He seemed into the same stuff I was into. He came to a show. I had a great set. We had such a great day. It was going so well. We made we started making out in his car. We were fooling around, and then at the end, I got out and I was like, "Well, I'm bleeding. This isn't good. This isn't the time of month that that should be happening." And then I like realized that he had like a fingernail or something had like done a bad.
1: Oh no! <laughs> Everyone
2: is in pain right now. Something had gone wrong and I went home and was like, what the fuck is happening? Do I have to go to the ER? I almost had to go to the ER because it was not stopped bleeding. And I just realized he just kinda like ripped. And then he ghosted me after that. <laughs> so that was Do you bad. You wow. didn't realize that he did it? I told him, I was like, I think you did something because I'm bleeding. And I was like, there might be blood in the back of your car because uh, of this. Oh my god. And he and then he ghosted me. Um
0: Wow. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I, f- I so that's a actually bad one. feel that physical pain. Right now. <laughs> it my actually, testicles are the fully thing, in my the abdominal cavity. That's yeah,
2: weird. Yeah. Is it didn't hurt? I didn't even feel it until at yeah. like until I was like, "What the fuck happened?"
0: And
1: sorry, what is this? Is this related to you getting into the kink community? Well,
2: time? I just like I think he got really he got like aggressive because I was kind of like, "Oh, I want to find like a dominant guy," and he got like a little too aggressive. Uh, I see. And that's I don't think that honestly. It was just kind of me being like, I'll explore this and being like, yeah, never mind. Bye-bye. <laughs> like, literally the, one of the worst things I feel like could happen in that situation happening. And then being like, I'm good. I'm good on that. Uh, it's
1: traumatized. It's actually, yeah. I mean, surprisingly, it's been a while since we've talked to a woman about dating men. <laughs> yeah. So.
2: Oh, yeah. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad. So, yeah. That was one. And then this one guy like, had hooked up with and thought, like, oh, I'm going to go out with him again. And he called me a bunch to set up another date. And then he's like, he's like, I, uh, we – Called each other to set up another date, and then he said, oh, but just so you know, I went on a date on Friday, and I think I'm in love.
1: Okay. <laughs> I was, okay. Like, I was okay.
2: like, all right. Meaning,
1: like, we can still hang if you want. Yes, but, like, that's what he said. And not. I was,
2: he was like, so do you want to, like, still hang out? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, I'm good. <laughs> so that oh, I had, like, God. four of those kind of things, like, in the span of, like, a month and a half. And I was like, uh, well, I have to be done. If I keep – I'm just an idiot if I keep seeing anyone at yeah. this point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's it. Yeah, so now you can
0: take a full step back. Yeah, right. Not actively date. Right, right. Just sort right. of move through the world, and whatever happens, happens.
2: That's kind of the idea. Yeah. But now I'm trying to meet people in real life, and that's a nightmare. So I don't know. Of course, yeah, it's all You're terrible. Out
1: there doing comedy in real life every night. What better way to meet people? Well,
2: the guys or meet the are. people. They're scared of me because I'm. They don't want me to be cute and funny. Oh, so it's like, no. well, all right. It's fine. It's fine. It's just funny. It, I feel okay though. I feel happy, and I'm like. I'm content. I'm doing stuff I like. Yeah. So it would be nice to have great sex some point sure. without a fucking without you know
0: without an stitches.
2: idiot. Yeah, exactly without stitches.
0: Uh, have you ever dated a fan?
2: Oh, no. I don't think so. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. What about not you that you guys?
2: know of. <laughs> I guess not. No, I people are too shy, I think, when they're like, especially like podcast fans and stuff. Yeah. You know. Um
0: Okay. You know. Have you, Dave? No, 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 no. Um,
2: Have you had d- fans try
0: to date you? N- kind of, but you can you can kind of tell. Like I remember when I when I would like meet people, which when I was like actively dating, it had to be done in person. You yeah. can tell when somebody's like. This guy can introduce me to Justin Timberlake. You know, what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you can tell. You can yeah. tell when that is the at, at the back of their mind, and I can't. And <laughs> so I just. But never... you
2: don't think they were trying to date? you? They think you're just they're trying to use you to get to something.
0: I always felt that way. Mm. Yeah, not I everybody, but so. you can you can tell you can tell when I see those comments on all our picks. Oh, sure. I, it ain't about <laughs> well, that. but all this was a long time ago. But what I don't know. Uh, no, uh, no. Yeah. Short answer is no. Yeah. I don't but think I'm so. I'm trying to think from when I was in that Honda commercial in 2004. <laughs> if yeah. Any
1: fans tried to date me. I'm just I did, though, more than once have, I literally had, I think it was, I guess it was a DVD of like a commercial I had been in and like would try so hard to find a reason to like, put it on or to have somebody like bring it up or something because it was like this is the only currency I've got yeah like and it's wait you'd have
2: to someone bring up your commercial (laughs)
1: like I'd hope that one of my that a mutual friend or that somebody would be like hey I saw your commercial and that that would I don't know then get me yeah you got a
2: peacock a little bit you know sure have friends that you up. I will say I did the leave behind the other day. So this is me trying to date in real life. I left a, a guy directed me in this like short film, and I thought he was really cute. And I was like, oh, how do I? I don't know how to do this in real life. So mm-hmm. I left something at his house that I'm now gonna have to go pick
0: up. What did you leave?
2: I left a pair of glasses. So it's like, oh, I'm gonna have to get them. Oh, oh yeah. wow!
0: And that's kind of a little trademark for you. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, it's like yeah, a calling card. Yeah, like my a serial killer's <laughs> calling card. <laughs>
2: So I so I'm trapping them now. Basically, no, what I'm great. doing is I <laughs> I don't know. Are,
1: are these the glasses that you're wearing? No, you I've have got them? a
2: bunch of different ones. I brought them for the shoot to see which ones we needed. So oh, okay. I just left the ones I didn't care about the most at his house.
1: And very have you smart. Heard?
2: Well, they just finished shooting yesterday, so I was like, well, I got to give them like a second to finish, yeah. and then be like, oh god, I left my glasses there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I'm just out there. Okay. I mean, I definitely like. I, you know, I think, yeah, I want to date men and women and see how it goes. And I feel like this year, probably, like, if I come out to my parents, whenever that happens, I'll be more comfortable, like, actively pursuing women. But for some reason, it's, like, holding me back, you know.
1: Yeah. And do you do you anticipate them, like, having a big reaction?
2: I have no idea what's going to happen. I, w- I didn't grow up, like, super religious or anything, but they're conservative, so, sure. you know. Where'd you grow up? Salt Lake City, uh, yeah. okay, oh. <laughs> not Mormon, um, yeah, but yeah, they are conservative, and uh, I don't really know. I honestly, I highly doubt they'll be surprised at anything that I say. So, mm-hmm. I I don't think it'll be like a big shock, but I don't know.
0: Okay, Well wow. yeah. I mean, do you are do you have concerns about the things that you say getting into their ears?
2: I'd rather have it happen this way because then I could be a coward about it. You know? Yeah. Um, no I mean th- I'm very open on my podcast which my mom I think has tried to listen to it. it's like mom do not listen Yeah, you, yeah. dear god you don't want to hear the stuff I'm saying on here which is crazy because I don't know why I feel so comfortable being honest and open to strangers I guess it just is easier in general to have mm-hmm. strangers know your business almost than your closest family and stuff Yeah. so I don't know I know some people in my family I'm sure listen to it I mean I would if somebody was like saying all this stuff yeah, that, yeah. so I don't know I like I said they don't, they're not really like they don't. They're on Facebook or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I doubt that podcasts are
1: not even on Facebook.
2: Yeah, I'm. Wow. I'm a lucky girl.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a, mine is not either. Yeah, and that is just the best thing. It
2: her. is. Yeah, thank God. When so she's
0: afraid of it, and I'm glad. Exactly. Mine is just the last exclusively interview. on Facebook. Really,
2: <laughs> I think it's either that, yeah, just all or to nothing. Sign an
1: exclusive deal. <laughs> <All> the, <laughs> <laughs> to the point that I will sometimes call her and she won't answer, and then I'll see sh- that she posts something immediately after, and I'm like, "Well, you're a- available yeah. to technology in this right. moment, just not to me."
0: Yeah,
1: you know, too busy with recipes to anyway. No, definitely cool. also not listening to this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> simply because yeah, the it's, it, the medium is not for them.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know if they do, then great, and mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll have a conversation about it. If they've heard it, if they've heard me talk about it, I'm sure they were just waiting for me to approach them. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, but I don't think they know.
1: And so, I mean, it sounds like you—you you kind of even didn't have to go through the like a coming out process with friends because they—they they just were along for the ride. I mean, they definitely.
2: The it was a. I think it was very surprising because I—I'd oh, yeah? I'd mostly been with men, and all of a sudden I was like me and our friend are together and it was like, what, what's going on? But it was just something that they all had to, yeah, deal with. I'm sure their gossip sessions must've been amazing. Congratulations uh-huh. on those. Uh, yeah. But I think they were a little surprised, but I'm sure also not because it's me and I'm all over the place. So it's, you know,
0: yeah, yeah,
2: it's not that weird.
0: And so because you are all over the place, do you feel, do you feel like you need to declare yourself any, I anything? I
2: don't think so. That's kind of what, and I think that's why I appreciate because it is 2018 and people have worked so hard, you know, to like – to normalize like everything as it should be that I don't feel like I have to declare it because it is at this point. We all kind of know that sexuality is on a spectrum and that, you know, most mm-hmm. people are not completely straight or whatever the fuck. So, yeah, I don't feel that necessarily because it's like, I don't know. I just am who I am and I like who I like when it happens. So right. that's kind of how it feels more than anything. Yeah.
1: yeah. Where are you on the uh- – Angela Kinsey scale. <laughs> oh, my God. Did I – am I – someone's Someone is, done that before, no. I'm sure.
2: Um, I don't know, actually. No? I, I'm i not sure. I guess what's a percentage, right? Well, like, I think
1: what? it's a zero to six. Zero. Is, I, I zero zero never to six. get this. Zero yeah. being straight as can be, six, six being, being gay as super be. Super gay.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, uh, hmm. I guess I would be probably a, a – Two or three, then okay, okay. So more straight. I, yeah, I think just because my experience is mostly when I would say percentage, I was saying like thirty percent gay and well, yeah. gay, you know whatever, and seventy percent straight. So okay,
0: sure, we'll accept it. Uh,
2: yeah, is that okay? Are you yeah, I still, I, can I, I still be here?
1: <laughs> no, This episode has been canceled. It's funny because <laughs> I did,
2: I did think like I was like, you're bi, you're bi, right because it's been a minute since I was with a girl, you know. Um, yeah. And then I like flash back to like some you know like us having sex. And I was like, oh yeah, you're okay. What the fuck are you even thinking about? <laughs> yes, yes, you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're both. Yeah. It's, this was not drunk like making out with a girl <laughs> in
1: college. Uh, yeah,
2: exactly. It's not way. like some experiment or something mm-hmm. like that. This was very legitimate. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: Did we'll, you have? See. Did you ever have conversations with like f- f- you know, g- gay women or women who have been out for a long time who sort of challenged you on on this? On like if I was
2: bi or yeah, what do you mean?
1: just like like identifying and coming out, and
2: not I, no, I guess I hadn't really like I said, it was like I didn't want to like I felt weird talking anybody or approaching anybody about mm-hmm. it um I do remember actually in high school, I remember telling my boyfriend at the time that I thought I was bisexual, and he like f- did not like that, oh really? so I mean, I think I knew for a long time I just kind of never uh-huh. I just.
1: Well, didn't he didn't – he just said, nope, I think you're he not. was just jealous,
2: so I was like, well, I don't uh, want you to be with anyone else ever, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Uh, but no, I didn't really talk to anybody, but I think because – I think the thing is the stuff that was happening with the friend was so intense mm-hmm. that it was like I can't deal with this and also like what is coming out mean. I just ha- only had right. to deal with like what the fuck is happening in this relationship because it's so – you know, it was a lot.
1: Was it a first for her as well?
2: No, no. She had been with other women, Yeah.
1: Was she also bisexual.
2: No, or? she's she's a lesbian. Yeah. Okay. okay,
1: but you were part of the same friend group. This this definitely kind of this blew disrupted. Up, this blew
2: up a lot of stuff. Yeah, oh. for sure.
1: Yeah. and have you had to kind of separate and pe- different people?
2: Yeah, it kind of there were a lot of bridges burned and and stuff. So it was Ooh. it was bad. Yeah. It's good to be this far away from it now, but it still is shitty. And no, it's not – it's something I would never want to put anyone through. It was one of the worst things ever that ever happened as far as the fallout of it,
1: you know. Oh, like the couple of bad breakups I've had immediately after, I've been like, "Um, so I'm not going to speak to any of your friends ever again. Even the the ones that I got close with, your family got close with, they're all – they're dead to me. I'm dead to you. My friends that you know and you like now, they're dead to you as well. Full line in the sand – we're. Let's pretend you have ne- to
2: to move I on. I mean, yeah, it's it had to happen. I know at least in this situation. So yeah, l- like I said, I was so concentrated on all the drama going there, I was less worried about my like identity or something like that. And also, like I said, because it did feel not didn't feel like anything he had changed that much. Mm-hmm. But it was just like, oh god, what am I'm trying to handle this situation? It, that's kind of like not going as like I'd like it to. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've you know. It, it, the, I, I've been thinking about this a lot because I have a – like the last – I've been in a relationship for like over four years now. But the the last relationship I was in before that didn't – did end kind of badly and never had any real like closure from that. And his best friend I I was pretty close with. I was pretty close with his best friend and his sister. And it was honestly like – once it was one of those things where once the breakup happened, it was like, oh yeah, I don't even I don't even really like you. Like I don't even care. you know I don't miss him in any way, but I do miss his sister and his best friend. Like they you know, but it's it feels like well I I'm the one who draws that line in the sand, so now for me to cross it, I don't I don't want to start hearing from him. I don't want him you know contacting my friends or anything. But his best friend texted me like two days ago. This has been now like oh, wow. several years. And um, was just like, hey, I'd love, like, uh, you know, miss you and would love to reconnect and everything and have written back. Anyway, sorry to make no, this about me. No, no, no. But, uh, so what are you going to do about it? I, I don't know. I, re- I don't know what the right thing is to do because I I would like to see her, but I would like to never see him again. Yeah. And I don't even don't think have it's to. like. She I probably have- knows that. I actually wonder if they're even friends anymore. He's kind of, he's just like not a, you know, not a great person. If she's
2: just reaching out to you, I wouldn't worry about that. Yeah. All right.
1: Yeah. Go for it. I'm going to text her back right now. Yeah, yeah, answer that text, Matt McConkie. Free that text. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Sorry to. Eh. So
2: we've got free that text, free Brittany, free Todd Glass. That's exactly
1: <laughs> correct. A real <laughs> everybody's day of getting freedom. liberated. That's, That's a great nice show.
0: <laughs> what do you? What do you like? Look for? What like? What do you look for in a, in a partner?
2: Oh my God. Who knows? Uh, what, what
0: turns a uh, Barbara Gray's head?
2: <laughs> um. Uh. You know, someone who is passionate and has their shit together. I think are my two biggest things at this moment. Um. Yeah, I I guess that's it. I, it's so hard for me to say because I feel like I've just had a lot of flops. So <laughs> it's like, I don't know, man. Anyone who gives a shit about who w- is not intimidated by me and will, you know, come along for the ride, I guess. So, like, I usually find myself attracted to kind of, like, shy, you know, to, like, shy guys. I'm more attracted to, like, boisterous women and then shy dudes. So, mm. uh I don't really know what that says, but I think it's a control thing with the guys. At least I like to be the one who's like on top, kind of, or like the, you know, I'm the one who has the upper hand. So I'm Mm -hmm. trying to like look at that self, that in myself, and be like, okay, what does that mean? Maybe you need to like relinquish that because it's kind of like a wall that you're just putting up, Mm -hmm. you know.
0: That is, you're very much an AJ. (laughs) (laughs) I am such an AJ. I'm such a bad
2: boy. Yeah. uh,
1: Well, there be such a bad. Well, you're an AJ (laughs) when you're dating a guy. Right, when you're dating a lady, you turn into a bit of a more – I can't think of another backstreet <laughs> boy. JC? Yeah, yeah who knows? Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. I don't know what it is. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of like an – open. I I mean, I always want to fuck everybody. So there's not really <laughs> like a – I don't have like a type cert that much. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> So I don't know. As far as a, – but a, with a partner, yeah, at this point it's like someone who like – I, I would like somebody who has their shit together but also likes to, like, really have a good time still. Because I yeah. I love having parties. I love having people over. I love going out. So I want somebody who, like, but also can do that and then be like, all right, now it's time to work. Let's mm-hmm. do some shit. And he's passionate. And they don't have to be following some crazy dream but just, you know, is into what they're doing and, like, secure. I think that's all you can really, like, ask for.
1: you date other comedians? Oh, yes. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. It's the only people I
2: know. It's yeah. the le- only people I meet. So it's just kind of like, all right, well – I guess this is it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they're fine. We're we all have such big egos and shit. It's hard when you put two of them together. Yep. So it's it's a little rough. Um, but my past is full of a lot of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Going forward, I, I hope to avoid that. But it's that's it. Those are the only people.
0: All right, you've des- uh, described yourself as boy crazy. Let's get into yeah. all time top three boys. Yeah, all time top three boys. Wow. Oh
2: my god. Yeah. Um.
0: Is all I ever want to talk about.
2: My, about. <laughs> uh, do they have to be famous? Probably famous, right? You don't want. You well, don't, you
0: want to know them. N- I mean, it may be, but if you if you've got a, a strong story,
2: okay. French Stewart, third rock from the sun. <laughs> Come on.
0: I'm going to see you guys You're later. Doing comedy now. <laughs> well,
2: no, I am legit. Really, thank I
0: you was... so much for dropping <laughs> by, Robert Gray. Everybody,
2: what? I told you I always liked the weird guy.
1: Yeah. And are are you talking just third rock era or now? I mean, uh, okay. Well, he, he...
2: I used to be in love with him when I was like in high school Uh and he's now like a friend of ours. He's come on lady to lady multiple times and he's done the live show. And And I'm not like, I'm not like in love with it. I just love him as a human now. I'm not like, I don't have a crush on him, but he's just like going from being someone who I was obsessed with as a 15 year old. Mm -hmm. This is so fucking weird. I know. (laughs) And then like meeting them as an adult and being like, Oh my God, you're so great. You're such a cool guy. He's, you know, he's...
1: Is he married or is he's he... He's married and he has
2: a kid. He's, there's no, okay. you know, okay. weird shit going on.
1: Okay. I, except for Except you for liking
2: me liking him. Uh,
1: wow. <laughs> that's that's a good one and a shocker. Uh, mm-hmm. Who else?
2: Um, oh, my God. Uh, what is I the next name that's going to come Joe out? I guess Joe Manganiello from...
1: Okay. <laughs> okay, now we're taking a Magic right Mike. turn into a yeah. whole other era. This Magic like,
2: Mike, XXL, Matt Bomber, one of my favorite movies ever. Sure. Um... Oh, my God. I don't know. Uh, how about, how
0: would, Someone we don't know in your personal life.
2: Someone in my personal
0: life. Full top. name, please. Yeah. Uh,
2: my friend Dan, who I was super in love with, who moved to L.A., and I, like, thought – the minute I met him, I, we both were from Salt Lake, and I was like – I met him, and I was like, we're going to be together someday. Someday we'll end up together. He was never into me. He moved to L.A. I thought it was going to happen when he moved here, and now he's getting married in a few months, so oh. – Good luck to you. Oh
1: my <laughs> never going <gonna> to happen. <laughs> Are you, like, going to the wedding? Is no. The-
2: you know, we haven't seen each other for a long time because he lives on the west side, and I never go over there. Yeah. So He um, might as well
1: still be in Salt Lake. Exactly.
2: We honestly would probably see each other more if he lived in Salt Lake. So I never really told him I, I like about my thing for him. I'm sure he probably knew because I am not quiet. Um, I'm Maybe. not the shyest crush person to uh so I'm, he probably got it, but he was never into it. So I don't know why he's in my top three. <laughs> I just couldn't think of That's anybody else. That's
1: a really <laughs> staggering top three. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Eclectic. Is this Are who you I'm showing seeing him, Dan? right now? Wait. Dan's very handsome. He's very cute. Can I see a picture of Dan? Oh, okay. He wrote I a book called it. Home
2: is Burning. Please buy it. Dan I Marshall. Love it. I don't care. At this point, I got nothing to look. I mean – He's he's getting married soon,
1: um, or maybe he's not. When he hears this episode, <laughs> yeah, no, he's very ruggedly handsome. He's
2: very he's very handsome. That was I, would, I guess if you could just my male type is pretty much that bearded you know okay. dude. Okay, so
1: okay. comedian like, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Comedian. Your type exactly. Is it comedian. is. It's hard. It's rough. What about Can't top three, three ladies?
2: Top three ladies. Yeah. Ooh. Um, oh. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't really – I haven't had celebrity crushes on women as much. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, It's more about knowing them in real life and how they make you feel.
2: Yeah, I think that's it. And just like – you know, there's obviously something to be said for just like chemistry between you and someone else that's like very undeniable. And that's – when I've been with women, that's like what's happened, you know. So Mm -hmm. I guess that's kind of what I'm going on there.
1: And –
0: So, ladies, I don't know a lot of celebrities. So. Ladies, if you want to if you wanna hang with Barbara Gray, you better bring it. Yeah. You want to
1: get into that Barbara Gray top three? <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Just make it feel um, a good way. This was really fun. Barbara, <laughs> thank, thank you so you. much. Yeah, Please thanks come for back
1: me. again. Yeah, of yes. course. Especially after Dan leaves his bride at the altar. We <laughs> he yeah, want to hear how it this, all went. Oh,
2: my God. That would be so funny if you heard this. <laughs> you know, when you never tell someone you liked them, do it through a podcast. That's yeah. my. That's, I just like to announce all the things I'm hiding in a podcast and then see if someone finds out.
1: Yep. That's a great way to live. <laughs> our, let, our, our, let our gay podcast be the first thing that to brings together a man and a woman. Wow. Yeah,
2: please. Yeah. Let it happen.
0: Oh, I love it. Barbara, thank you so much. <laughs>
2: thank yes. You, thank you.
0: Thank <laughs> you. Barbara Gray is it? Barbara delight. Gray. We love her.
1: Anyone ever done that before? Probably not. <laughs> um, thank you to Barbara Gray, yeah. first of all, for being such a wonderful guest, and mm-hmm. thank you to everyone at Dear Wolf: Dana Wickens,
0: Ryan Connor, uh, Colin Anderson, mm-hmm. Ben Wise for the music. Yes, and thank you for listening, and for being gay, <laughs> if you are. If you're not, that's fine too. But it's cooler if you are. We'll see you next time. Great cooking, I have always said, is part art, part science. That's what that tattoo on your back says. That's exactly right. Jules Sous
1: vide takes care of the science, uh, cooking meat and fish and poultry to perfection with precise temperature
0: control. So you can just do all the art. You can just season that shit up however yeah. you want to. Jewel is perfect food every time. Yep, to get yours, visit chefsteps.com slash J-O-U-L-E and use the code HOMOPHILIA to get 15 bucks off for a limited time. In fact, you know what? Stop by our Facebook page. When you get one, I'll share some recipes. Oh, that's going to be fun. Won't it? Chefsteps.com slash J-O-U-L-E. Code HOMOPHILIA.
2: Hi, I'm Cameron Esposito, and I am so excited to bring the latest
1: season of my show, Query, to Earwolf. That's right. Earwolf is now Queerwolf. On Queery, I've interviewed some of the brightest luminaries in the LGBTQ community. That's what it is. It's like a hour-long chat show, like a WTF, with me and another queer guest. I've had musicians Tegan and Sarah Quinn of the band Tegan and Sarah, actors like Jeffrey Boyer Chapman and Evan Rachel Wood. I've had transparent creator
2: Jill Soloway, activists like Madden Lopez. The season premiere is out now with special guest Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Listen and subscribe to Query Today
0: on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Earwolf.com.
1: This has been an Earwolf production. Executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Chris Bannon, and Colin Anderson. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com.